0: But we gotta have a lot more love It's a shame to complain, but we gotta have a lot more love It's a shame to complain but we gotta have a lot more love It's a shame to complain but we gotta have a lot more love It's a shame to complain but we gotta have a
1: Howdy, welcome back to Windley Mania, the greatest podcast you never heard of, brought to you by the greatest band that you have never heard of, that band being Windley. You have to go to at windley underscore band on all the socials and follow us to keep up with everything that goes on in the world of Windley. I'm the best in the world, Andrew Reidner, and with me, as always, man's best friend, Devin Hopkins. How are you doing, pal? Hi, I'm Devin Hopkins. How are you? I'm doing great. I've... um. The, the the you know, I was thinking on the way here, we have a podcast, we do, uh-huh. um, I couldn't think of a better thing to be put in the hands of two very responsible people, yeah, yeah, just I don't know, it's fun, I'm, oh I'm yeah, glad yeah, we're back,,
0: yeah, yeah, we're back. It feels good, I feel alive, it gives me purpose and meaning. I've been doing a lot of
1: these in a short amount of time, yeah. So, it's like
0: you're just kind of like, you can't get enough of it.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I, th- I think I can get enough with it. and uh, Well,
0: you can't because where we're going. Yeah, that's great.
1: Well, I, I had a thing last night where I was like falling asleep, but I was having a conversation with my girlfriend. And she was talking about like, we were talking about like textures of like food that we enjoy. And she likes like crunchy shit, like when a sandwich or a salad is crunchy or snacks that are particularly crunchy. But I was laying there like falling asleep going like I was like, When was describe the first time you <laughs> had something crunchy? How did it make you feel? Just like doing like I was still in the in the mode. You're still
0: in broadcasting yeah. mode. You're still in Cronkite. Uh well
1: what if Cronkite had a podcast? That'd be interesting. I'm not gonna do like a bit or anything. Just, <laughs> I think he would look down on it. He's like, that's not Broadcasting—that's fucking uneducated dopes, which is true. Talking whatever lunacy they want, which it's is also foolishness. True. That's what he would say. But it's—I so okay. guess I did a, do a bit. But it's
0: okay because he's dead, right? He is very dead. He's so dead. All dead. right. So, so he would never say that because he's not alive. No, he
1: doesn't have the ability to nope. say that because he's not breathing, nor pumping blood from his heart. He's—he's
0: he's busy burning in hell. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I, yeah, I don't know.
1: I don't really know what his behaviors
0: were like uh, off the camera, but um, I imagine he's burning in hell if he'd have such harsh opinions about us in the podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, anyone who, <laughs> who thinks otherwise about how we decide to, uh, you know, uh, use our time and how we attempt to creatively fulfill our creative itch, you know, and if you have you opposed to it, you're you can gonna,
0: you can enjoy hell. Yeah,
1: you can. There's a special place for you in hell, yeah. and I. And go to (laughs) no, I love our listenership, our, 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 you know, if you were to take all the followers, all the followers we had across social medias and divided that by like a triple digit number, that's, that's our like followership and they're always loyal and they always show up except for like the Bubba Graham people, like they kind of like came in for Bubba and dipped out immediately they weren't going back to listen like
0: yogi bear or some bullshit like that they that's, that's to, their loss yeah they're not going to hell but it is their loss
1: <laughs> yeah they're they're fine yeah, they're fine it, yeah. anyways um uh, we we're we're not alone this evening uh we have a very 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 handsome guest you thought i was going to say special but not that special more so handsome i'm kidding but uh no i'm not kidding about the handsome thing
0: he's special it has
1: been a long day i'll tell you that much He's a man that uh, has been around in the scene for, as far as I know, quite some time, and he's one of the. He's in the. He's the best drummer, one of the better drummers in Myrtle Beach. I don't want to like make a list or anything, but he's you know if you're if you're in the this area of the country, or maybe you've seen him at shows, you're always going to remember watching him play drums because I've always remembered watching him play drums. And uh, you want to do the full name? I was going to name it just your first name, but I'll do the full. Kyle Brewster. Oh, man. Of, uh, talk, it's, get getting the mic, dude. Come on, man. Get in the mic. Okay. Yeah, come on. How you I doing, would, pal?
2: Good. I would rather be called handsome than special probably okay. any day. I mean, special's not as special as it used to be, but I think no. handsome's a good one. I'll take it.
1: Yeah. Kyle's handsome. Devin's special. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, again, uh, currently you're playing uh, drums. And uh, what's that band called again? What is it called? Um, Turn Tor- Tur- 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 Forte. Turn Forte. Yeah, yeah. And um, I've seen you play in other projects, um, and I have to ask before I get into like your 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 history, your lore, your lore, as one would say. Um, every time I, I'm around you, or have a conversation with you, or see you at a show, which I guess is to the other things. Long day, dude. Um, you're always, you were always very calm and always just a very go-with-the-flow demeanor. I have to ask you, have you ever been angry? And what makes you angry? <laughs> what makes you, what makes you pissed off? Um, What makes me pissed off? Yeah.
0: Podcasts. <laughs>
2: Podcasts. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that's not what my answer was going to be but he's so this not is wrong you. this is so. you angry right now this is about as angry as i get it so. <laughs> seems so it feels like a 10 right now
1: yeah. but really <laughs> what, what 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 makes you mad dude i want to get you worked up before we get into it i want to get that heart rate going i feel like it's already going um, oh yeah i feel like stupidity makes me mad but stupidity. that's like what such you mean an by easy st- answer describe like what kind of stupidity kind of makes you
0: not like silly stupid. i was about to say you're in a like, band with Devin.
2: Um, so I mean, you, I mean, you know, you you take things and you let certain things go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, like you got a drill and you got a screwdriver, but you use the screwdriver.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Uh-oh. You're that's uh, you mind talking about your shoot job? Mentioning <laughs> your 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 shoot job. You you work with your hands a lot. I'm I'm an electrician. Yeah, yeah. I touch wires. Um,
2: I use drills.
0: Not screwdrivers, though.
2: Not screw... I mean, I use screwdrivers sometimes, but, but only when it's convenient. Given the choice. If it's not convenient, then I'm not going to use it, but I'm not sure, man. You're um, like a Tim the Toolman Taylor, sort of? I'd say so. I didn't used to be. I actually used to be pretty terrible with tools. Oh. But then what, I picked it up. What got out. you in the tools? Um, I needed to do it to play music or else I was going to be homeless. Mm. It honestly seemed like the right way to go. Mm. Yeah. It's okay, I guess.
1: Well, I mean... It seems like, uh, I guess, when you we were talking about what makes you mad, it has to do with that when you're in that area.
2: Yeah. So okay. There's, so there's I, that
1: there's that trade-off where, you know, you you have to make a living, but that's the only time you'll ever be pissed off is while you're making that living.
2: Honestly, yeah, I will say that it's a lot easier for me to get mad at work than it is for me to get mad in like regular life or yeah. like band life, because first off, I don't, I already don't want to be there. Mm. And, like, if things are even dumber than me not wanting to be there, then it's just, like, mad,
1: mad, mad. Yeah. What's interesting.
0: You're so calm about it, too. You've, even when you talk about your anger. Yeah. You're still- I
2: try to be, like, a fairly calm person. Have you always been a calm person? Were you ever I'd rambunctious s- in your childhood? No, not really. You, you, I, was, I was bullied a lot. Oh, wow.
1: So, so so
2: No. No. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, uh,
0: how
1: long... <laughs> <laughs> you, you, was drums your main uh, instrument? Actually, no, I started playing guitar first. Guitar. When I started... was that? What got you into guitar?
2: Um, so I had this friend that I met in middle school and I thought he was much cooler than me because he told me he was much cooler than me. <laughs> he, um, he played guitar and I was like, oh, I want to do that, too. So then we just spent the next, like, seven years playing Metallica songs in our Ew. bedrooms by seven ourselves. Seven years of Metallica. Not together. Like, we would just be oh. on the phone like, oh, hey, what song did you learn? Oh, I learned this one. And we never played the songs together. We oh. just we just would giggle about it and laugh on the phone try late to, at night.
0: Try to out Metallica the other.
2: Yeah, or Joe Satriani. Like, anything uh, like that. We were really big into, like, the G3 guitarists, oh, like yeah, Joe Satriani yeah. and Steve Vai and John Petrucci. You were starting off Those with that. Great stuff? Guitars I was to trying like, to. In yeah. my mind, I'm like, oh, we probably were okay, but realistically, it honestly was probably dog shit. Mm. But it was fun.
1: I mean, you were still like learning pretty advanced stuff at a at fairly early on as opposed to, you know, fucking Green the Day. first song I I won- one of the first songs I learned was a wild thing.
0: Bang, bang, bang. Nothing wrong with that.
2: One of the first birthday cards my grandma got me played Wild Thing for me.
1: Was it an animal singing Wild Thing?
2: It was an animal singing Wild Thing. Uh,
1: was, it a, hmm, was it a monkey in a leather jacket? It might have been a bulldog in a leather jacket. Oh, okay, see, but it was a leather jacket. It was right? definitely a leather it jacket. E- and I feel like it was either Wild Thing or Bad to the Bone.
2: Like those I, mean, cards. She, I, think, I feel like she's given me both cards, but initially it was definitely Wild Thing. <laughs> So when did you... Did you ever do anything with guitar? Or would, like that early on? No. I mean, I wanted to in a way. I guess in a way. Like, I liked the idea of being in a band, but I didn't know about DIY scenes or about scenes or anything like that. So it was really just like sitting in the bedroom. But I will say there was a point where... We were playing, like, all that kind of stuff and trying to learn that type of stuff. And then I was like, oh, Blink-182 Green Day. And I switched hard to that stuff. And for some reason was like, oh.
0: I like the um, I like the 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 transition people usually go is, like, they start with that and then find the harder stuff later.
2: <laughs> nah, I was like, oh, this stuff's cool. But if they can do that, I can do that. Right. I, something about it appealed to me. I don't really know what, but something appealed to me more. Maybe it was more attainable, but... I want to say that I didn't play in a band until maybe my junior year talent show. Oh. Well, were you playing guitar or drums? At that I time? played guitar.
1: What okay. did you guys
0: play?
2: It was like a Bullet for My Valentine, like Three Days Grace type sounding oh, you know, thing. Oh,
1: was it an original song or did you do a cover? It was an original song. Oh, we did oh, do a wow. cover.
2: The band was Half Past Midnight. <laughs> and it was super edgy at the time. But yeah. now it's just kind of like, eh, Half Past Midnight. midnight. It's not...
1: It's not, late. Late, yeah. really. it's, not, it's not too late, really. Yeah. It's not too late, but it's you're late not, enough to be bad, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah. It's not like 3.18 a.m. Yeah. You know, That's pretty late. I could still get like a McDouble. Depending on which location. Oh, yeah. so We won't get into that. The gerrymandering
1: that. of the local McDonald's yeah. and what they offer in their late night menus.
0: I could do a whole podcast about that. Yeah.
1: Um, so you're starting with Metallica riffs, John Petrucci, uh, Joe Satriani, then got into the pop punk What like what did you have like any like what was your like parents or or any relatives did they show you anything no they did not oh, they okay.
2: listened to 90s country and anything prior just like, like country? a lot of brooks and dunn uh-huh. like alan jackson yeah like randy travis
1: yeah
2: stuff Pretty like that
1: stuff. did you was it your friend that kind of introduced you to other stuff or did you honestly yeah own?
2: yeah so I had the friend that introduced me to Metallica and then I was sold on that for a while and then got into that type of stuff. And I honestly think that the only reason that I even listened to my other friend who was like, oh, you should listen to punk stuff was because Metallica's kind of thrashy. So okay. in my mind, it was like, oh, that's essentially the same thing. Yeah. But no, honestly, everything that I listen to now and everything that it was like formative for me wasn't shown to me until probably seventh or eighth grade or further on by just people I knew.
1: Yeah.
2: Before that, I feel like I didn't really have a music identity. Like, I was just kind of struggling, like, oh, do I like hip-hop? Like, do I like this? I tried a lot of things. tried a lot of different styles. Not everything worked. I still don't know that everything works, but I tried. Do you sort of, do you you embrace it all now, pretty much? Um, I'd say so, more now than ever. Yeah. At least as far as listening. I think at that point in time, I was like, oh, whatever I listen to is how I have to be. Like, I have to be just like this, just like this. And now... I just kind of don't give a shit, I guess, in a way. And I feel like... I think everyone gets to that point. I feel like in middle school I was mm-hmm. even that way, but I didn't realize it. I was just like, I'm just going to wear the clothes I like to wear, and if you guys think I'm lame, that's fine, but whatever. Sure. You're lame. Which, it, it was fine. Everything got better. I learned who I was, you know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Who's that? It's Kyle. That's it's Kyle. It's up. actually Raymond. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa. Whoa. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. We got so a
0: government, we got a government name. The
1: shoot name isn't even fucking Kyle. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. Wow. What is, it oh, it's Randall Kyle. It's Raymond. Raymond Kyle. Raymond Kyle. That's pretty nice. Raymond Kyle. Dude. That's nice. I can my parents that. named me
2: Raymond with no intention of ever calling me that.
0: Was it like a family name or something? It's like said... my
2: dad. I mean, I guess it was my dad's name and my grandpa's name and that's important somewhat. Uh, I, guess. I mean, I
1: guess that's why, but yeah. Your sitcom, no, this is so stupid. Your sitcom would be everybody calls him Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> i've heard a lot
2: of like oh everybody loves raymond but that's the first time i've ever heard yeah. what you just said well you know i
1: got a big open mind dude got <laughs> you're very fucking... original oh yeah dude i'm so fucking
0: they call him original andy yeah
1: <laughs> they call me famous andy for some reason yeah, i famous. still haven't caught on
0: on that one you're famous hey, that's new to me andy. but yeah. i'll take it
1: uh, some yeah, i i think about it at night sometimes what do they mean by that
0: dude you're famous
1: okay yeah um uh, let's see. When did uh, when did you transition to the drums? Then,
2: um, so I played guitar up until. I mean, I still play guitar, but
1: yeah, you're still very. Era. I did. I didn't mention that. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but he, Kyle is a very, very good guitar player. You have to stop being nice to me. I'm going to withdraw. Because. Um, <laughs> We've, we've been, we've been playing together for fun. We were, I don't know. I, there might be a thing we might do later, uh, but doesn't really matter. But the important part is we got to play. Oh, well, I got to play with Kyle. You already played with Kyle, but yeah. I got to play with Kyle and he's a very, very good guitar player. And that's really, I hope we can do that again soon. That's really fun. But what, what were you saying about your drums? Um, I
2: got into high school and then I was like, Oh, what am I going to do? And I by chance ended up in a percussion class Where, like, I mean, the band director didn't care. Like, it was just, like, a bullshit free period for him. And he, like, would teach us how to do drum stuff on the back of chairs. We weren't even good enough to play on drums. it was just, like, the chairs you sit in, that's the chairs you drum on. We just, like, learn rudiments and learn stuff like that. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And I do this thing where I get obsessed with things. And I got obsessed with the fact that I wasn't doing as good as some of the other people. So all I would do was go home and just... Oh yeah. Do that on chairs at my mom's house, which somehow were better chairs. But <laughs> did she I, get
1: pit? did she get annoyed at that?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's there's so many other things yeah. that I've drummed on that I've broken oh, yeah. that she doesn't know about and does know about. But we won't <laughs> we won't go too deep into that. But no, like I just had this percussion class by chance, and then he was like, "Oh, you're you're doing okay. Maybe you should come hang out with the marching band." And I got big into marching band, got super obsessed, and mm. all I did was marching band. And I didn't start playing drum set until my
1: senior year. And
2: then I was like, maybe I'll give this a try. How and long?
1: Ago, I don't want to age you or anything, but how, how long ago was that? I just want to get in my mind, like 11 years. Something so you've been like, drumming, man. uh, on a kid for 11 years. Wow. That's yeah. You must be drumming a lot because like people like, I don't know. I don't really know like the time frame of like how a drummer is supposed to progress. I don't either. That's, uh, but, uh, unknown. So.
0: Is anyone really supposed to progress at a certain time frame? No, man? no, th-
1: that's true. No one's really the supposed to. Time is but, fake, dude. But, you know, like on average. Yeah. Yeah. No, and then I didn't even play in a band until college. Okay. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Did you have aspirations to be in, like, uh, like drum corps when you were obsessed with it? Yes, they I did do drum corps, oh, actually. Yes. Yeah. What did you do in that? Uh, I
2: played snare drum in this, like, All ages drum corps. It was not the same as regular drum corps, but it was still kind of cool. Like I played in this all ages corps in Atlanta, and just kind of did that for weekends for a while. Then I did indoor drum lines independently, which was essentially just like every weekend you'd go practice with all these people that you didn't know and didn't go to school with, and just at the end of the year you'd go compete in like Dayton, Ohio, or throughout the year you'd just do like regionals and whatever fucking state they wanted to go to.
1: I bet that helped a lot too. Just always.
2: I'd say so. It, like definitely was very formative. It's still something that I'm super interested in, but I've lost a lot of like the major interest in it. Like, yeah. I keep up with it some here and there, but mm. as far as like sitting in my room and practicing rudiments and learning like, Oh, what drum chord did this drum break? And how do I play it? Like those days are long gone.
1: Mm. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what was uh, you start? Why did you, why did you start playing on a drum? Did you did you say why you started playing on a drum kit? I thought it would be cool. Okay, it looked cool. Did you have one or what no? Was? It was like um, they had a jazz band when
2: I was in high school. Okay, so, so I just was, like yeah. started being in the jazz band, and I was really terrible at it, which just made me want to do it more. Mm. Until I just wasn't terrible, and I'd still say that I was like mediocre for a long time. But I was like getting through some jazz stuff, and like I was. Happy with my work, and I was like, "Oh, cool! Here's a new thing that I can do. I
1: can play yeah. Pink Panther, oh, nice. some Mancini." Burn it, burn it, burn it. I know that's, uh, that's burn the I mean.
0: burn the
1: song. Um,
2: what What high school did you go to? I went to Palmetto High School in Williamston, South Carolina, which Woo! is I
1: in Anderson, nice. which is near Greenville. Oh, that's right. You're you from out of Greenville. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. I always forget you that. From fact. far, far away. Yeah, that's fucking way too far. How long did it take you to get to Myrtle Beach?
2: Um, I graduated high school, went to college in Asheville for a year. Uh-huh. That's where I was in my first band, was there. I'll but ask you about that. But. Then after that, I was like... Well, I wasn't like... My parents were like, oh, it's too expensive here. We can't afford for you to go to school here. Choose somewhere else. And the cheapest option was Coastal.
1: Mm.
2: So down to Coastal
1: I went. What was the, what was the whole first band experience. Well, I guess you were in the who what was it uh after midnight or 10 minutes after midnight, half past midnight. Half past midnight. Um that was your first uh, band experience, I guess, with, we, with yeah. the guitar. Who were do you keep in touch with any of those people? I do not. No. Was uh was it just for that one thing or did you guys Yeah, do... we
2: like the dude had written a song, so we all learned it and like practiced that one song for like 2 months and then just did the talent show and had all all sorts of aspirations to like play other shows, uh-huh. and then that just never happened, and the band fell apart. And I was like, "Oh, I guess this just happens."
1: Can you do an on top? I'd say, yeah, yeah, sure. Can you do an acapella version of the song? <laughs> what was the song called? I don't even know what the song was called. Oh, but do you? Remember? I had a guitar solo. Oh shit! Well, wow. do you do anything? Can you remember anything from it? No. Oh, okay. Well.
2: I'm sorry. I was hoping to get some. I I uh, know you were hoping for something, and it's just quarter
1: past eleven thirty or whatever. (laughs) What I can tell
2: you is, I had a guitar solo. We did the talent show, and oh yeah, I walked. uh, We we did. Oh, nice. Actually, there you go. But I played my guitar solo facing backwards as far to the back of the stage as possible.
1: Uh, Everyone was like,
2: "Why did you do that?" I was like, "I was scared." Yeah, and you know that's just kind of my answer for a lot of things. I so.
1: I have I, never mind this is about me. I was going to talk okay. Well, me I'm mean, just say I want to hear about you. Let me just say something. Please. Sometimes I play away from the crowd because I love locking in with Connor. That is like oh, what yeah. I that is what I do with that uh, when I play guitar. So, I always I always wonder I'm always like self-conscious like oh, they probably think I'm fucking bitching out, but no. I love locking in with that dude and like that's that's and I, I like to look at Devin and have fun too. But uh anyways, um that's just, I don't know, i had that thought. Now I feel plus, bad for not using that as my excuse.
0: Plus, no, the, you don't want to show people the greatness. What you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I don't want
2: anyone to tab out my you, solos yeah, or anything, they're gonna you know? They're going
0: to copy you, and they're going to say that, like, you know. Yeah. Um, and then they're going to take all the credit, and then now, yeah. And, and then, you know, then I'm a loser. Then you're the loser, because then you're going to be, like, they're going to be famous. And then, like, 30 years later, you'll be like, yeah, I, I showed them that. You know
2: what? Thank
1: you, Devin. Yeah.
0: So I got you. I got your back.
1: You Really put words in my mouth, so you weren't scared.
0: <laughs> you weren't scared, you was just you were
1: locking with the drummer, and you didn't want to, you didn't want your greatness to be exposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also, like you know, any true, slammed
2: a crash cymbal with my headstock.
1: Really, yeah, wow, that's I, I know it's yeah. a highlight. Yeah, um, all right, so then you go to college, and you, what's, what's this band? Uh, they're, they're called Forgive Me for Yesterday. Forgive me for Yesterday, were you playing drums? Yes. Forgive me for, what was, describe forgive me for yesterday. A day to remember. Ah. <laughs> wow, that's, that's
0: <laughs>
1: even the name.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a, it sounds like it would be the name of like a day to remember. Yeah, yeah, To no, say less. I
2: mean, it was, it wasn't as cool, but we tried. Yeah. It's like my first pop punk experience. And I was like, oh, this is great. So it was
1: a pop punk band? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I was like, no, this is cool. We recorded like one six song ep we called it an album but obviously it. i guess it wasn't and then i don't think those songs even got released
0: damn oh i really? was gonna i was gonna go guy, do some so digging. like yeah. the
2: guy was asking for a bunch of money about it even though at first he was like oh no i'll pay for it like you guys just come up like we'll do that we did that and then no one paid so he recycled the songs into his next band mm. and that band just died Se- second band that died well how'd
1: you get involved with that like what
2: um, one of the dudes that was in the percussion studio at the college I went to in Asheville was also in this like technical metal band, and I guess had played a show with this other band and was like, "Oh, you sh- they're looking for a drummer. You should play with them." Mm. And like I did, and they're like, "Oh, cool. You kind of get it. Like, we'll try this." And it was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, the band was pretty good for what it was. Yeah. But just you know, sometimes dreams just don't come. Did true. it help
1: you? uh <laughs> we Say again. Sorry.
2: Sometimes dreams just don't come true. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah.
0: What what could have been? Hey, well
1: for you can never forget what happened yesterday, or forgive. <gasps> yeah. After that, did did uh? I guess that that really helped. Uh, uh, you know, your playing, right? I'd say so. It got me into like
2: other bands. Like that was the first time I had heard of the Wonder Years, and I got into stuff like that, which just led to like the story so far and Man Overboard and. Pretty much like the big pop punk bands at the time. I just got super obsessed with and was like, oh, we're just copying them. Let's keep doing that. Like, this is pretty cool. Sure. Copying. I it. Yeah. It's like, you know what we in have... In the best sense of the term copying. Like, it was a good thing.
0: You were paying tribute. It was fine. Tribute. Was paying tribute. Yes. It was an homage. Every song was just an homage. An homage. Yes. 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 Tip, a tip of the hat. Yes. They say yeah. imitation is the best form of flattery. Yeah. So they were flattered.
1: Do you keep up with those people?
2: Every now and then there's two of the guys, what, I mean, unrelated, I mean, I guess it is related. One of the dudes went to prison for like 10 years. I don't oh. keep up with him, but that's related, but unrelated. And the other two guys, one of them I'm pretty sure stole my Tom DeLong signature Epiphone guitar. I can't prove mm. it. What? And to this day, I don't know where it went, but I'm like nearly 95% sure mm. that this guy stole my guitar. Damn. Yeah.
1: You don't just lose a
2: guitar really. Yeah. No. It's in a case and everything just disappeared, you know? Yeah. So
1: no uh, reunion show for uh, either <laughs> um, of these. Um, probably prior, not. Prior bands. <clears throat> what if I we do get I enough, listen to some of the songs. What if we get enough like
0: GoFundMe signatures or whatever?
1: GoFundMe for a band? Re-? Did they do that?
0: <laughs> or no, Change.org is what I meant. Change, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: the petition site. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say same difference. Um. Uh, so then you you uh what year did you start going to CCU, which is for people out of town the. Uh, college here in Myrtle Beach well Conway but Myrtle Beach Sean's up (laughs) yeah um 2013 2013 so uh what did you get involved with the scene around here then or how? no not immediately I just pretty much was
2: like oh great now I'm in Myrtle Beach Hmm. and I just did the marching band thing kept doing what I was doing in Asheville here and just kind of stuck to the music thing for probably my first semester I wouldn't, it probably wasn't until I started dating this girl that like would go to open mics that like I even knew that there was some sort of music scene here.
1: Hmm. We'd go to the open mic. At Fresh Brood? At Fresh Brood. Nice. Been there. Do you remember your first experience at Fresh Brood? The only thing I really
2: remember is we went to an open mic, Quinn played a Jackson May song, Hmm. Quinn (laughs) yeah, just to be more specific, played a Jackson May song. And I was like, oh, this dude's pretty cool. And that's kind of my introduction to essentially
1: all of you guys in the Myrtle Beach scene was Quinn Zayla. Yeah. Did he uh, did he lead you to his car and give you a unmarked CD? Not that day. Oh, okay.
0: I, I think we all have that same one. We, all the,
1: everyone has that experience.
2: I feel I didn't like. know that was like a group experience. Honestly, yeah. I felt very special, not <laughs> handsome until this very
1: moment. <laughs>
0: I've got, I've still got it. It says Quinn Sekela June demo. I, I remember like he,
1: he, uh, he gave me a CD one time and then, I mean, that dude played did all the, did you
0: give a, did you give him a CD's nuts? No, I did not. Um, Damn.
1: there was this one time, uh, where he, I, he gave me a CD and then, you know, he played all the time. So at the next show, he asked me what song, uh, I should, he should play from the new CD. And, um, I didn't listen to that fucking thing. <laughs> I was like, Ugh. so I was like, uh, and then he got distracted. Thank God someone, someone, that someone pulled him aside. I was like, oh, sweet, sweet. And then I looked on Bandcamp at the new CD and I just was like, ah, this one. Play this. I was like, hey, yeah, Quinn, play that one. And then I don't know if he did or not. I don't know what the fucking thing sounded like. Um, but yeah. Uh, so he got hooked in by the old QC, huh? At the old. F-B. 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 so F-B-O-M. Uh, uh, when did you start playing?
2: So outside or, of going to open mics, I okay, think I good. went to like that one open mic, maybe another one after that, and then didn't fuck with it okay. for a while after that. yeah Until the next semester when a friend of mine, Jamie Lynn Blade, started playing bass at Coastal. And I guess through this other guy we knew, Mark Kendry, he started playing in this band with Nick Zara. Hmm. and I think I went out to see them once at Fresh Brood maybe, and I was like, oh, they're pretty good, and I liked Jamie a lot, so I was like, oh man, if I can hang out with you more, like this would be great. So then I just like started going over to Nick Zara's house and trying to be like, hey, let me jam, let me jam, let me jam.
1: What band was that? For the Birds. That was what? Def- what was the what was the band? What they were playing was that for the birds that he was already playing with. Yeah. For the, he was playing with this like reggae rock Nick's era or, or I guess, who, uh, again,
2: yeah, Nick and whoever else was, uh, uh, that was the band at the time. I know shortly before that they had dirt life.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. okay.
2: But I had nothing to you do with that until the reunion show much, much later. Yeah. But they did this like kind of, I guess it was sort of indie rock, like sort of proggy. And you're talking about for the birds. For now. the birds. Yeah. Correct. It was, like, kind of proggy, I guess. Like, it reminded me of some things I had heard before. And, like, I was like, oh, this kind of reminds me of, like, the more riffy stuff that I like. But it's kind of punk. Like, that's cool. Like, maybe I should just play with them. And essentially begged my way into that band. Until one day, Nick Zara was like, I guess I could use a lead guitar player. Weird. Lead guitar, huh? I started playing guitar with them. Okay. Yeah. Did you play drums with them at one point, too? I didn't play drums until they were supporting cast.
0: That's right. Okay. So I did see both iterations of you in that band. Um, Because I th- I did see y'all at uh, Fat Cat, and then I saw y'all at, like, Rockin' Hard or something. So that was... Yeah, I one. saw you guys
1: at Fat Cat, too. Yeah. Um, But do you remember the first time we heard For the Birds?
0: I'm pretty sure. I just had,
1: like, a memory fucking
0: explode. I'm pretty sure I... was. It would have been a Fat Cat then, right?
1: No, no, no. The, we were shown a video of for the Birds. um we were at we were with Ryan we, yeah we were at this was after this might have been at the tavern, okay I think he was playing a Drew set, yeah, and I forgot the guy's name, but he um I think he played in bands around here. His name was like Pack something. Lapaca, Lapaca. It was Lapaca <laughs> showed us a video of for the birds, and I remember you and I going like, "We this band's really cool," and then we were like, "We wanted to see them," and then when they played Fat Cat, we were, we're, we were like,
0: "Oh, that's the band. To, that's the we get to go see this band now." I, I, I usually remember shit like that, and I just you had don't. a fucking. I don't. Re- I. I kind of do now <laughs> this was like a this was, that was this we would have like been ten years ago we would have been in tenth grade. this is all blowing my mind yeah. right now we yeah. would have been in because yeah for the tenth or el- have that, we would have uh, been like tenth or eleventh grade
1: it had that poppy slightly progressive sound,
0: yeah, and or we had, like just gotten balls deep into Koheed so like yeah. And
2: see, I wasn't there yet. I was about to get there. Yeah. Okay. So it was like, I wasn't you, quite it, there. It
0: was that band and like Nowhere playing in that building at the same, like during the same time. Yeah. And it was just like a oh, holy shit for me and Andrew's like, really? There's like local bands playing this type of music. Yeah. And that was, that was really cool. So funny.
1: That must've, was that show with Nowhere? Do you remember anything about playing at Fat Cat Cafe with For the Birds? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, but hmm.
2: I don't remember any lineups. We played there like several times. I don't remember any of the lineups like except for when there. There Jimmy played there as Turnaforte when he was still doing it, just acoustic.
0: I think I, I was at like, one of those. I don't know if I Might have caught one of those. I don't remember. Yeah, because th- that was when everybody was playing too much. Yeah, it literally was <laughs> yeah. too much. I've, and that There was, was
1: no scene because of it, essentially. That
0: was the main I place. I mean, it, there was stuff going on, yeah.
1: but it was just...
0: It was a fucking It was just truck. like,
1: it was just the same thing over and over and over
0: again. How many Kid Kappa shows did we play A Fat Cat? We played there like... 48. Uh, yeah, 48. And 48 it was only, times. It was a and that was time. only February. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, all my, all the, all the times I've seen, you know, one of the guys do an acoustic set, there were so many of those times, so they all kind of run together for me. I yeah. get that. So, I kind of, I kind of forget. But, uh, so the first band officially in Myrtle Beach was for the birds. Yes, definitely. But then it switchedly, uh, switchly. Hmm. that's weird, because obviously quickly, it quickly transitioned to uh, supporting cast.
2: Yeah, which was a weird, it's a weird transition. The only reason that it happened was because we lost the drummer and it was like, oh, I guess I'll play drums. I know how to do that. You sure do. And then we didn't have, an <laughs> thanks, man. And then we didn't have another guitar player, so we just didn't do that. And Jamie sort of still played bass with us, but he was like very on and off. So really we didn't have a bass player, we like sort of did. And then for some reason the solution to having less members was to change the name
1: to a propagandi themed name. Yeah, even though we don't sound Daniel. like Propagandi at no. all. I remember I remember I was into that album. That that, I that was, was really close to the release of that
0: album. It really was. That was and, like twenty thirteen or something when that album came out. Thirteen or fourteen uh,
1: something, I don't yeah. remember. But um I I, I remember it, that album had pretty recently came out and I was a big fan of it. And then the, that, that band popped up and, and then hearing it, I was like, well, this is nothing like propaganda." Anymore. Yeah, I, I know. It's very, very this interesting. This guy is not angry about, uh, Canadian politics, right winged, uh, it's hockey guy, commentators. He <laughs> doesn't like hockey. This guy yeah. doesn't know hockey. Yeah.
0: Let's talk about hockey.
1: Yeah. That sample I always, uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, Supporting Cast, I I remember at the time it was kind of like in and out. Like it was active and then it wasn't active and then it was active. Uh, Can you describe your time with that band? So once it switched to Supporting Cast, we didn't really
2: have a bass player, so we weren't really actively playing shows. But me and Nick would still actively like write stuff and just try and come up with things. And we were getting into like Midwest emo bands, like Into It, Over It is really the only big one at the time that he was trying to emulate a lot. So I was like, okay, this is cool, which kind of triggered a shift in me for that but aside from that we were like trying to come up with concepts we had this like 3 EP concept where we were like oh we'll have one that's like it forget what it was it's like initiate whatever and Then I think so, I remember that there, was, remember there was like a 3 parter yeah. only 2 parts of it ever came out but it was supposed to be like 3 EPs that were 3 songs and then a hidden track and then each one was supposed to have a theme and we started with 2 themes Acclimate and initiate. That's what it was. Mm. And I don't remember. Masturbate. Um, I, yeah, I mean, that probably was the third ejaculate. one. Ejaculate. It's probably unreleased somewhere, but. Yeah.
0: The ejaculate is unreleased. We,
1: just, we worked on that for a while
2: and we did the two and those were cool. We recorded them all ourselves, which we thought they were really good at the time. And I'm still somewhat proud of the material. I'm not super excited with the way that it turned out sounding, but it's still kind of cool to listen back and be like, oh, I, I did that. And there's some things that I'm cool about, but we like were big on concept records and like Pink Floyd. And that's when I was getting into Coheed. So, like, Mm. we were all trying to do things like that, but sort of like never really finished, never followed through with a lot of it. Yeah. But that was like the big goal kind of at the time was just to write concept records. But we didn't have a bass player or anyone else to play in the band, and we couldn't lock anyone down.
0: That reminds me. Nick texted me. I was like 17. I was like 16 or 17. Nick had texted me. He somehow got my number and said, hey, do you want to play bass? You could have been in our band. Yeah, we're about to go on tour. And I was like, I'm in school. (laughs) I'm in high school. I have to go learn. I have to go learn knowledge. I can't be in the band. Kyle
1: has a look on his face like, man, this band could have been pretty good.
2: (laughs) I mean, it's probably good that that it wasn't good. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm better off, but it would have been <laughs> sure. much better with Devin.
0: 17 yeah. year old me in a band with like, you know I mean.
1: you think he's insufferable now.
2: Oh, Jesus God.
0: Christ. Yeah, I, I was mean, a that,
1: real piece of shit.
2: Maybe that, maybe that would have affected our friendship today. It would probably it would have probably, would have, affa- would would have
0: have probably affected pal. my like young brain in a in a bad way. You'd yeah, be like, I'm on tour, dude.
2: Yeah, yeah you, did, you didn't need that. It was a terrible I, it tour. Would have probably been. We slept in parking garages. We oh. slept at rest areas.
0: That would have probably st- actually it would have probably steered me in a direction <laughs> far away from. Me, <laughs> I gotta go to college. I would have been like, <laughs> I would probably be a doctor or something. I don't know. I would have it would have steered me in a you know completely different path. Yeah. We wouldn't be sitting here right now. <laughs> well. I'm glad you didn't it. respond. No, I just I just told him like sorry I'm I'm still in high school, I can't do that. Yeah. My grandparents will be mad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, the tour still happened. We still slept in a Trailblazer that was too small. Oh God! And Were it, you a duo? No, and we had oh. we had Joe Mercier. Who oh was wow! Playing oh yeah, that's right. I, I, yeah, but I remember. Yeah, that I remember yeah.
1: seeing.
0: him And Joe with did guys.
2: Joe did really good for the time that he was there. Huh. I will say it was kind of. Not something he expected, and definitely was a challenge for him. But, you know, he stepped up to the plate. He he did yeah. pretty good. We got through a tour, and then the band slowly died, mm-hmm. as they do.
0: Sometimes bands die. But,
2: but that tour was good. It was fun. Taught me a lot about what I probably didn't want out of another tour.
1: Yeah. And I guess that was your first uh, experience doing that, right?
2: Definitely was. And it was only, like, maybe seven or eight days. Like, it wasn't crazy. That's but still, you know, at it the exc- time, like, yeah. it was fun. We did the whole... We drove over the whole Northeast. We played, like, maybe a quarter of it. We drove more than we played. That, um. that did happen. But it was fun. I mean, it was different. It was enough to make me want to keep doing it. Mm. Do any uh, shows stick out in your mind from that one? Um, we played one show in Pennsylvania at this house. Mm. I'm pretty sure I remember it called the Highland House. Okay. Jimmy and Quinn would know better because they both played the same house. Hmm. But all I know is we played there. They brewed their own beer. That was cool. So like we drank the beer that they boo- brewed and we played the show and the bands were cool. The other bands were like Pink Floyd, like Pink Floyd played at a house in Pennsylvania. Pink Floyd-esque <laughs> bands. What about you say? My mistake. My mistake. This, that
0: Did they bring the whole like light show and stuff too? It, I mean, they brought the whole thing. With David Gilmore? David Gilmore. Dark side,
2: top to bottom, you know. David Gilmore, he would do. was super crazy, you know. You just play the hits from that one, <laughs> but it's no, one. we we played that show. That happened. The bands were psychedelic or whatever, and then they fed us all ham. And you're like, "Oh, this ham's great." Ham. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, "It's kind of a weird thing." Just In like, Pennsylvania, where did you just, get? What's that shit called? Uh, it was ultimately called dumpster ham because it was from a dumpster. I'm sorry, I'm eating a Cliff Bar. I, in, I mean, that sounds better than the ham. But wait,
0: I think I heard about the dumpster ham recently. This,
2: this dude that owned the house like would go dumpster diving for stuff regularly, and he fed everyone the ham and didn't tell anyone until after the fact that he found it in the dumpster earlier <laughs> that day. After
0: everyone said, "This is really, really good." Yeah,
1: honestly, yeah. Do you want to
0: know my secret? Pretty much how it happened.
1: <laughs> What's the ham they got up there called? It's like it's kind of like spam. Son of a bitch.
0: You're not talking about, like, pork roll, are you? No,
1: no, no. We should definitely spend, like, 20 minutes trying to remember what that meat is called.
0: It starts with an S, I think. Man, I can't remember. It's not spam. Not spam.
1: Tweet at Windley underscore band if you know what meat I'm talking about. (laughs) We've never done one of those. Man, what's that shit called? Anyways. uh, I believe you. Oh, it's got like a it's got like a goofy
0: scrapple. Scrapple. Yeah, I was it's got like a goof, it's got
1: like a goofy name. Scrapple. I was, I was it wasn't scrapple. It yeah. was like straight up a ham from the dumpster. No, it was it was real ham, like Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. like ham,
2: ham. Yeah, yeah. That was about it. You know, I think we like stayed at his grandparents' house. Not not the ham, Nick Zara. <laughs> not the ham. Parents. We we stayed at Nick Zara's grandparents' house for like three days, not doing music stuff and just like being delinquents mm. for no reason. Which I thought is what you did on tour, but apparently you play shows. Sometimes you gotta play shows. We, we played some of those, but... I most, hate that part. We mostly just hung <laughs> out.
0: Bang. But the dumpster hand. Hangouts fun.
1: Yeah. That happened. We get to the place. And I'm fucking chilling. And it's like, hey, get your stuff. I'm you gonna play music. Oh, Jesus. Leave me alone. <laughs> but um, I jest... All right, so supporting cast crawled in a bathtub and withered away. Well, what was after supporting cast? Or n- um, so yeah. during yeah. the like
2: last part of supporting cast is when me and Jimmy started playing together as Tornaforte. Oh, that guy! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know him. Yeah, yeah. James James Lee Uzzle.
0: Yeah, yeah. The Meat Man. Mister Jimmy. Yeah. I still haven't. I still haven't sampled his meat. <laughs> uh, we were talking about how he's. Jimmy's never invited me over to, to sample his meat.
1: Everyone else in the band? Well, you're just they a They all fool live in. together.
0: <laughs> just, yeah, uh, me, Jimmy, Jose. I'm a long-term fill-in.
1: Okay. You have, still haven't got any meat?
0: Still haven't got, still haven't got to.
1: Why don't you serve? We're waiting on him to commit, all Jimmy, right? why don't you serve Devin some meat? Serve him some of your meat, dude. Yeah. He Jimmy, wants it inside him.
0: Yeah. You have my number. Yeah. <laughs> you have my number. You know <laughs> where yeah. I live. We have a band chat. Yeah, we have a band chat.
1: Just come over and uh, give him some of your meat. Yeah. He wants to put his mouth on it.
0: All of it. Yeah.
1: This is, uh, that's penis stuff, by the way. If you weren't following along, shout out, shout out to penises, (laughs) shout out to dicks, yeah, and balls. Um, all right. So, this, this was, uh, this was just turn a forte at this time yet, or was it where was that still like, uh, so the way that that started was mm. I played this terrible
2: show at Rockin' Hard with this other band called Miracle Year. I was just oh. I was just filling in with Miracle Year, just filling in. Miracle Year, what was that? I vaguely like. It was remember. like some other like pop punk band with breakdowns and they play mm. the backing tracks and samples and it was awful. Cool, yeah. It, <laughs> that sounds, that's what I meant. That's right up so cool. Andrew's alley. That sounds cool. Andrew it was loves great that stuff. It was cool. great. Well, we played that show and I was given a CD from Jimmy's sister Jesse that just said James Lee Uzzle. Mm. and it was like whatever the EP name was. I can't remember if he had stuck with Newcoming at that time and wrote it on there or not. So that, that part's hazy. I guess that part doesn't matter, but she had given me the CD and I listened to it. And I was like, yo, this guy's pretty good. And that's kind of where me and Jimmy first kind of met was through that. And I was like, I need to be in this guy's band. So then I started being in this guy's band and we just like play music in the music room at his mom's house. And I don't know if he remembers this, but I remember this. Our first show at least together, I don't even think we had decided on a name yet, was some weird thing that happened at a garage. I don't remember what other bands played. All I know is there were people there, and Jimmy played acoustic guitar in his songs, and I tried to make up lead guitar parts and hang, but really all I ended up doing was not playing guitar and singing with him. It was pretty great. But I he might have repressed that. But that, after... that, that
0: one's probably not on his big spreadsheet. <laughs> Yeah.
2: That's kind of where it started. Yeah. I don't know, maybe how many people were there?
1: Maybe like ten. Yeah, 10, 10, there
0: the data's 10 there. Double digits. Yeah. yeah.
1: So uh what was the band not called turn what were you saying about to say? I don't think that the
2: band was called Turniforte at the time. I remember me and Jimmy having this conversation where he would just shoot me things he was Googling and be like, What about this? What about this? And he had stumbled Draft upon Elephants f-
1: Giving Birth. He I was mean, Googling a lot of weird animal stuff for some reason. I, yeah, I, don't, I, don't I, I wasn't
2: see. really liking where he was going with it for a minute. Like yeah. it was very creepy. Elephant's <laughs> giving
1: birth is a terrible name. But
2: then he sent me this like flower <laughs> and he was like, oh, this is the turn of four show. The dude who invented it or I guess he didn't invent it. He found it. My bad. His name was turn I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but he mm. was like, this looks pretty cool. So then I was like, yeah, that's good. And then he stuck with turn mm.
1: And
2: then I think Nick Zara played bass with us for a couple shows before we locked down Quinn. Hmm. But that's just kind of where it started. That's where it started. What year was that? 2015. 2015. 2015. Were you on the uh, the first EP with the van? No, I was not on that one. That is mostly all Jimmy and Eli Stroback. Eli Strobeck.
0: Who the hell is that? Local legend. I he, believe. He was, he was the legendary uh, Myrtle Beach Ghost Rider. Oh, that guy, all that the, guy. Like, he makes, cool he cool makes AI
2: SpongeBob content yeah, now. Yeah, now he makes sure. AI SpongeBob songs.
0: That and he's get, like blowing up too. Yeah. Like uh-huh.
2: it's super huge.
0: Wow. It's, it's funny. It's pretty good. <laughs> You've probably seen his stuff already. And you just didn't know. Didn't know it was him.
1: Just didn't know. Wow. That's, uh, that's one made, way to put food on the table. He's had
0: some great success. Yeah. We, outside of that too, I'm pretty sure. But that's a different episode. Yeah, I can't
1: speak on that. But he's done well. For nice,
0: shout out to Eli Strobeck.
1: So, uh, you didn't play on the van one, no? What, uh, hey, were you uh, were you in Sakala?
2: I played guitar for Sakala for a short amount of time. I even almost forgot about that until you said that. Yeah, yeah, no, that was something that I did thinking that I could handle it, and I recorded on Dream I Had and did all the lead guitar on that. Oh, really? And then was supposed to go on tour. And Quinn brought this up to me recently. I didn't remember this, but apparently there was a big tour that I was supposed to go on and I just backed out of last minute, mm. which is just because I couldn't afford it at the time. I was like, oh, I'm going to be homeless if I don't do this. So I didn't do it. I also didn't have any guitar gear. I had a guitar, but no amp and no pedals or anything. <laughs> I was like borrowing Cody Colbreth's
1: Fender Frontman. Was about say, what, was that, what year was that? I
0: think I still Probably also was, 2015.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't do anything. <laughs>
0: I don't think we didn't really talk to anybody. Man. Yeah. Everyone only knew us from yeah, Kid Kappa. We were like, yeah. dar, 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 dar. I, did, I didn't
2: like formally meet either of you for a while, probably. Yeah. Until Wendley. Mm. I know that I'd seen Kid Kappa, but I didn't like You know not like it? I'm not a very social person in general, so I probably just played my set, watched like a little bit, and then dipped because I was like, oh, there's people. But I definitely remember Kid Kappa being a thing and being good. But I don't remember ever good. being like, what was your oh, memory you, of Kid Kappa? You, <laughs> uh, you eat out of the trash? Pretty, 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 pretty good. Wow. pre yeah. Windley.
1: pre Windley. yeah.
0: Those were all just... Those like, were some dumb fucking... Ah. Those were just like bad... Those were fun. It was fun Spe- first I
1: mean, band. speak hey, for yourself.
0: We did our first yeah. band.
1: Um, there's some people who like Kid Kappa more than
0: Windley. I believe it. Yeah. Wait, who are they? So we can fight them. They also no go they're
1: to going hell.
2: To help. They're, they're going to hell? Yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah. We're
1: good. Um, Alright. Sorry, I was eating a Cliff Bar. Great <laughs> audio. You know, I got shit stuck in my teeth. Don't worry, I'll cut this out. Shout out to Cliff Bar.
0: Clifford Barrington, I believe is the guy. I believe that. I believe you're correct. Yeah. <clears throat> he said, hey, how about if wood chips gave you protein? What if they gave you power? What a guy. They, they, had like ch- they had chocolate chips in it. Yeah. Shout out to him. Son of
1: <coughs> Okay, so <laughs> uh, you did Okay, so you you played you played on Dream I Had. You did the lead guitar.
0: Yeah, there's some tasty stuff. That's
1: da- you know, that's honestly, um, you know, that's that's definitely that's. I think that's the best album. I I'll would agree. Honest. I'll be honest.
0: I think I've said it to. I think I've said it to everybody in that band. Yeah. Except for Quint, I've talked to him in a long time. I think I've said it to you and Jimmy that I think that's the best album. Oh, they're very nice.
1: I don't want to, you know, it's if, too kind. That's only like my opinion because it's all, I, I imagine it's kind of weird like to, you know, you do so much shit, but you got someone to come up to you and go, Oh yeah. The first thing you did is the, I think it's the best thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I still think the other stuff's good, but it's like nothing hits the first thing, like how I feel it does. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I think
0: it must've, it must've sat with me in some way. Like this is
1: time my I personal preferences and taste. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, like the people album.
0: that think that, uh, except for you know people's preferences, that Kid Cap was the better band. Those, oh yeah, those people. Are help. I mean,
1: whatever, that's fine. Um, so uh, you didn't play a lot of shows. You you only did the Dream I Had. I think I did like I did one Weekender with them.
2: I think I, okay, we were supposed to do two Weekenders. The one Weekender went great. It was super fun, super great. Played some cool shows. And It was like Turn of Forte and Quinn. So we were doing like two sets essentially. Which went pretty well. The second run we were supposed to do, I think we played one show, and then on the way to the second show, the van broke down, and we ended up having to like push the van sort of up a hill. Then it went downhill. We were at a gas station. (laughs) Then we hung out at a Walmart parking lot for the night, and then spent the next whole day at some auto shop just being so bored. Uh Didn't play those other shows. And I want to say that was the last thing I did with Quinn
1: before I was like, yeah, I don't have any gear. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. And then you were just turn a forte full time. Were you doing anything else? No, it's time. Let's, this is 2015 much. now. Where I'm trying to get in a. You know, I guess I was still like a, doing supporting cast for a while after yeah. that. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. So how about when you start doing just? Were you in anything else besides the the one band with our dude? Right, you played with Mike Love, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, cover band. Um, did you do Did you do anything else outside of a uh, turn a forte like? Just it's just been turned no, forte. It's huh? pretty
2: much just turned forte. Yeah,
1: for so quite a while. Talk about like when it started to really like uh, you know kick off. Because I remember there was a period just as an outsider um, who was mainly just sticking to like hardcore side of the scene. Like I feel like there was a a period where it was like you know start and stop, start and stop a little bit.
2: Yeah. So we. We sort of still have this problem, but we couldn't really lock down a bass player. Quinn was pretty steady, but Quinn had his own thing, you know. Quinn was doing a lot of stuff, yeah. so we'd play shows when we could, and I feel like Turn of Forte was on the back burner for a while, and, like, both Jimmy and Quinn had Quinn band that they were doing, and I was just like, man, I really wish we could do Turnfort full time. Sure. But it never, like, really, really happened, and I want to say that it was pretty much that way until Jimmy moved to Georgia, which, essentially, Turnaforte died for a minute, When that happened. But it wasn't until Jimmy moved back that we were like, oh, we'll start taking this seriously and doing it again. And we started writing songs and just ended up writing what would eventually become Swimming Lessons. Mm. And Quinn was still in the band at that point. But we wrote all of Swimming Lessons. And then kind of went to record that and had Quinn. And then Jose came and recorded some parts. And that was the first time Jose had ever been in the band. But... I was just kind of, you know, that's around the time that it pretty much became all forte was when Jimmy moved back.
1: Okay. Were you involved with the, what, the 11, 12 stuff? Am I getting that? Yes.
2: The staring at the sun stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. That was me, Jimmy
2: and Quinn. Okay. Quinn played bass. Jimmy did his thing and I played drums. Yeah.
1: Um. So when, when, when he moved back and the band started really going, What was it, what what was that first push like? I guess you were doing the the swimming lessons songs.
2: Um, And essentially, I think we might have played one show shortly after Jimmy moved back before the pandemic happened. But other than that, like most of what it was, was just me and Jimmy in a storage unit, just hashing out stuff and just playing songs and playing songs. And we wrote like three or four that we ended up trashing before we ended up, Settling on the rest of what was going to be swimming lessons. And yeah, we really didn't play any shows during whatever time frame that was. We just kind of jammed in a storage unit.
1: Yeah. Was that how like a lot of the songs came out? Just like just jamming whatever? Or was yeah. Really, um,
2: like- Jimmy would use, so usually there were Growing with the Weeds was the only song that came about by us just like kind of screwing around. And like, I think we were just jamming and then Jimmy like took that home and turned that in and stuff. A lot of the other things were like, Jimmy would come in with like most of an idea and then me and him would work on it for a while and kind of hash things out and sort it out. And he would take it home and work on it more and come back with it. And just a whole lot of Jimmy's a really good idea guy and Jimmy writes really good songs. So Jimmy would usually come in with what was already a really great song and just be like, let's you know work on this, let's make this better. And, then we would flesh that out. And a lot of it still was kind of different from what ended up being on the record until, you know, we had like a few other outside sources be like, oh, well, you guys should do this or you should do this. Who are the outside sources? Uh, Matt Tootin. Who? Matt Tootin. Who the hell's that? He's the guy that recorded all of sewing Lessons and all oh. of Staring at the Sun. He's like, oh. oh, okay. He used to be big in the scene here. He's the original singer for The Hundredth. Oh, oh.
0: The hundredth. Yeah, the okay. hundredth.
2: See, I wasn't ne- you know, I wasn't around for that. I mean me either, but he just has a good ear for songs. Like he knows when to trim the fat and he knows when to be like, Oh, well, you know, this is good, but it's too much. Like, let's take this back. Or he's a very good producer. He's just a very good musician in general. So
1: he's good at what he does. So swimming lessons, that comes out. I remember that. Right.
0: That, yeah, that puts us back to which that? The, the now times.
2: Yeah, that's all. It's very close to the now times. We're in the now
0: times. This is twenty twenty. I don't know. I don't know
2: how many years were in between, like us coming up with the songs for swing lessons and it being released. But I know that when it was released, it was a completely different band playing the songs than what
1: we went in with. What do you mean? Oh, you just mean my members. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think what. Uh, no, uh, yeah, who who was in the band?
0: Y'all didn't even have like, y'all were always like a three-piece. Yeah, so but we like, oh, back, that's right. You came back as yeah, a 5 piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Rocked
2: were always a three-piece with just me, Jimmy, and Quinn, and then, you know, Quinn left to Quinn things, and we didn't have anyone for a while, but we kept recording and kept doing the stuff, and this was also during the pandemic, so that's why we weren't playing any shows off of the record or anything, and that's why we weren't releasing it, because there wasn't really a reason to release it or anything mm-hmm. like that. And it wasn't until like the pandemic started to wind down that like we met Cody and Cody started playing bass with us, which that brought Mitch. And then we had another member and then we were just back at it, like learning songs as a full band being like, all right, what are we going to do? Like, what show are we going to play? How we take over the world. And that pretty much is what leads us to when we did essentially our first show as that band, which was the record release show for that record. That
0: was the
1: first show with that band.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I'm trying to think. When I was remember. that sh- I, That
0: was tw- would that have been December twenty one? That mm. was September twenty-fourth. That's 20, when the record came out. September I don't remember 20, when the show was. Was it like twenty twenty one though, right? I'm trying to think of what year because it's all like running together. I think so. It's that been I mean, it's been right. two years. So yeah, yeah I guess
1: twenty twenty one. I remember uh thinking like I guess was that must have been the first uh show with that lineup.
2: Yeah, that was One of the first shows that I had gone to locally in Myrtle Beach in a while, too, on top of that being, like, the first show that I had played with that band in a long time. Yeah. There just wasn't much going on before that that I remember. And then that show went really well. And I think we were super stoked on that. We're just like, oh, shit, well, how do we keep doing this? And that pretty much started us taking it seriously and doing exactly what we do this very day. I remember it
1: sounding super full. And I remember like in that moment, I was like, there's not really, I like a lot of these bands around here, but there's not any, any band that sounds this fucking full live,
0: full and tight. Like even before I joined, I was like, holy shit. They're like for real. (laughs) (laughs) These guys are doing, these guys are doing the shit for real. Yeah. They're on X games mode.
2: No, it was cool. And, um. Jose was the first edition that we got, and I didn't even know that Jose was going to be in the band. All I know is Jose tracked all of Swimming Lessons with us. He's on every single song. And the whole time in the studio with Jose, I was like, man, I really wish this guy would just join our band and we could just have this guy in our band. Yeah. And then luckily, shortly after he did, and I was like, oh,
1: cool, Jose's just here now. What's, uh, I mean, he's, he's a super fucking talented dude. I, I. I knew he played like he plays everything. Yeah. There's there's even out like even in
2: just production and media and content creation. Like there's nothing that Jose can't do. Yeah. And I feel like every day I'm learning something new that he does. And I'm just like, oh, he is not kind of good at a bunch of things. He is perfect at everything that he does. Yes.
1: I remember being at a show one time and it was like the same day I saw a video of him playing guitar at some place. And he was playing just like jazz guitar. And I remember saying, like, I just saw a video of you playing guitar. What the fuck? <laughs> and he was like, Yeah, man. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I was there for that conversation. Uh, he was like, Yeah, he was, he <laughs> was, was like...
0: there filming. He was there filming our It was that brick house show, I'm pretty sure. Uh, okay. He One was like, of the brick house shows. He's
1: like, Yeah, man. I, I play guitar sometimes at that place. And yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, I was like, Dude, you're doing like fucking Django Reinhardt bullshit it's like insane like what are you like, I don't he's like yeah yeah I'm yeah gonna, you, whatever you yeah know. whatever he wasn't like a dick about it but he like he was just like so like
0: yeah it's nothing it's nothing
1: to him it's just in like in a way
0: it's just like breathing yeah and that's how he makes it yeah. seem like yeah. you know that's so effortless
1: uh there's been some new turn of forte singles um and to my understanding you uh you weren't really, you didn't record on those, did you? No, I was going
2: through going through some personal stuff. Okay, that's cool. Didn't have the availability. Okay, but, but
1: were you familiar with the songs? Yes. Were you already, were you in, uh, involved in uh, the creation of these songs?
2: A few of them. There mm. were some of them that like, Jimmy had sent me like Jimmy pretty much sent me all the rough versions of every single one before he even like knew that he was gonna record and I was like, Oh no, these are sick. Okay. But there were only really a few that we got a chance to practice. And all of this was happening during the time when we didn't have Cody yet. Okay. Quinn had just left the band and yeah. it was just me and Jimmy. So like we weren't really sure what was going on. I had some personal stuff going on. Like it didn't at the time it didn't seem like I was gonna be continuing with the band. So I was like, you know, whatever you wanna do, like, you know, and whatever I mean I didn't even know what that meant at the time but you know Jimmy had these other songs and he sent me these ideas and I was like these are great and he went up and he made them into something even greater than what he showed me and I'm so happy that I'm still in the band and that I didn't end up not being in the band yeah um, so
1: th- I like these new songs I also like these new songs yeah. I like them too they're, they're a lot cool. of fun they're yeah. fun to play I'm excited for potentially more songs.
2: I know that there will be more new Turner Forte songs. Yeah,
0: yeah. Big and things. They coming. all
2: are really, yeah. really great. So yeah, whether yeah. whether that be for anything in particular or just
1: songs. Yeah, anything in particular? Because I don't know. Well, we'll find out. You know, yeah. I, I. You know. So let me ask you this: How annoying and. <laughs> <laughs> How annoying. How how have you we talked about the let's take it back to the top, shall we? Your anger management skills. How 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 big do how how often do they come into play now that you've been playing in a band with Devin?
2: (laughs) This might come as a shock, but even less now than ever before. Mm. Devin's very good at like reminding me to have fun and wow. that it's okay to be silly.
1: Huh. That's, that's strange. I don't get that feeling from him at all when we're playing.
2: Shows. I mean, I've, I've only played out of town shows with Devin a handful of times. So, uh, I mean, I still it. have time to learn my lesson, but
1: okay. But so far, so good. No, he's a good sport. He's a good sport. He, he doesn't have to, re- like, I feel like with, um, with, with Windley, he doesn't have to do like the reminding. Cause we're all just like on some dumb bullshit pretty much the whole time we're just we're just you
0: know we're on holiday we're on a holiday pretty much I have to put on the business hat for like 10 minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. a show yeah, and then I can take it off yeah I'm like it's party time chumps.
1: yeah but um, as long as
0: I know what we're doing and where we're staying I don't care
1: yeah I'm not necessarily I don't know what you know I don't I'm not saying like the turn of forte guys don't do the same thing I don't know Devin doesn't talk about uh, this with me he's like yeah I played some chess. that's it. But I did discover... Because every a, uh, time
0: I've tried to tell you about it, you'll you say, so how'd it go? And I'll start talking about it. You'll go, ah. Yeah, it is you start boring, yawning, yeah. I don't really care. <laughs> okay. So that's why I don't tell you anything. Because you just start going, you start yawning. You start fake yawning. And you say, well, I gotta go. Yeah. Even though say, oh, you just got here. You told me yeah. to be here. And then yeah. you just, now you gotta go. Yeah.
1: How's it... But, you know, he's a he's pretty tight with the rhythm. Ain't I, can, I can be. You can be. No, I think he's great. Yeah.
2: It's very easy to play with Devin. Is it? There's like I've played with a lot of bad bass players. Yeah. I'm not naming any names. None of I haven't none of them are the names that I have said while we've been talking. Okay. I'll say that. But Devin is one of my favorite bass players to play with. I feel like he's really easy to oh. lock in with. Oh, he's really okay. easy to communicate with. Oh. You know. There's a lot of things that Devin does right. There's Thank really, you God. really not much that he does wrong, Thank to my God. knowledge. Yeah. But you know, Devin is I'd say in my top three favorite bass players I've ever played with,
1: Damn. we're on the we're on the three though. Probably number four. Probably number one. Wow, oh, dude! Who are the other two? Praise.
2: Who are the other two? Uh,
1: Cody's up there. Yeah. And then Quinn. Yeah. But Devin's your favorite. Wow, dude! Hope they don't listen. Like, Thank you, the Kyle. Fuck, bro?
0: What the fuck? It just made me, made me feel
1: good. No, I'm putting him on the spot, and he's right there. So that that definitely. No, that's okay. His Devin's answer. my favorite. I hate the other two. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah.
2: Devin is really good though. As far as like hangs go, he's eyeing. He's eyeing. Like, Devin's a good hang.
1: I'm like a six. He can be. He can't be. So you know, he he does it. I don't know if you ever noticed this. You won't notice it for the rest of the year because he doesn't have any other uh, shows booked. I get I get tense. He gets super tense, and he'll do this like fast walk, and the upper part of his body <laughs> is completely still, and he'll fucking his legs will fucking run like really fast, and he's always like this when it's and it's you know it's a. That's when I can really sit back and enjoy. So you're like a duck. Yeah. That's how ducks. I guess I'm like a duck. You're like a duck, dude. So yeah,
0: if I got to like quote unquote run sound, which would you know entail holding an iPad or something, like Whew. I'm all over the fucking place.
1: Yeah. Uh, talk about this uh, fucking bullshit you guys have been drinking that I guess was discovered on a a oh, recent yeah. tour. The
2: spaghetti.
1: The spaghetti. Yeah. yeah. The
2: world famous
1: spaghetti. Yeah, yeah.
2: That we've known about for like a month. Yeah. I mean, I've I've known about it since Jackson told me about it. Um,
1: Jackson, the, the Jackson, current Jackson lead May, player, the current of, lead guitar player. That, guy, that guy, is fucking great.
0: They don't call him the Shred for nothing. You know, yeah, I,
1: yeah. I, again, the I, when the lineup change happened with Turn Forte, I was like, this is a very full, good sounding band. But then, like, and no disrespect to anyone else in the band, but when that motherfucker Jackson joined the band, I was like, this is the sh- this guy needs. I hope this is what it is, this band, because this is like, I don't think it can get better than what I saw the last time I saw you guys.
2: No, he definitely really changed the whole vibe and sound of the band for me. Like, it's very weird. Like, nothing else changed, and then we got Jackson, and somehow it feels like a completely different band, just musically.
0: I felt the same way. I was like, and just, like, hangs wise, too, because, you know, it's a different person. You get different energies. But, like, damn, like, that dude can... He shredges it up.
2: It's another Jose, if you will. Just makes it look easy.
0: Yeah. Just everything he does just works. Like, I remember just Jimmy showing him, like, okay, so it's these, these are the four chords that make up that main part. And he just like played each one individually. He's like, oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. And then he like just plinked around like playing those actual chords. And then just the next part, he was,
1: wow, he, he made it sound like laser gunfire. Yeah, yeah, he made it yeah, sound like gunfire. That's very talented. Yeah. You have yeah. no idea? Yeah. Well, I, have, I got a little bit of an idea. Yeah. You can gather. Scene. I remember this one time, he, he I guess this was during Sakale, they did that uh, Springsteen cover, and he sang. Oh, oh man, yeah. that was that was kick-ass. That's the other thing, is Jackson
2: is one of the best songwriters that I've ever met in my entire life, and is like, just a great singer. And it's so funny, because I forget that, because I've known him as just a lead guitar player for so long, that a lot of times I forget that Jackson is just like a top-notch songwriter. He wrote that Springsteen song? <laughs> he actually wrote... Every Springsteen song. That makes
0: sense. Yeah, you he didn't but hear it from me. Springsteen won't tell you that though. Yeah. Springsteen will give him that introduction. Yeah. Do I need to say his name? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Jackson showed us the spaghetti. Oh yeah. The oh, spaghetti. yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah the
2: That's what happens. So can
1: you describe uh, the, the spaghetti?
2: Um, it's been described to me as a poor man's aperol spritz. Yeah. It okay. is. That you take a, do you take a, eat. well, I mean, it's not, in, I'm in not there Aperol? yet. Yeah.
1: Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry.
2: You, you take a high life, you crack it open, you take a hearty sip, you pour somewhere between a little bit of Aperol and a lot of Aperol <laughs> into it.
0: Until it turns a and certain color. And then you color. pour
2: somewhere between a little bit of lemon juice and a lot of bit of lemon juice in it. And mm. then it turns a certain color, as Devin said.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's when you know it's time to drink. He
2: knows it. his stuff. It's good, and I, then it I, tastes I just, good. You know, yeah, it's just it's yummy. Refreshing. I don't know what to say. Yeah, it's very refreshing.
0: And like, it, it occurred to me because an Aperol Spritz is an Aperol with champagne, okay, um, which is good, but you use a Miller High Life because that's the champagne of beers. And I was, I yeah, was me banging. Oh, okay. Who the fuck like, said the, like, the, it's the door? The champagne of beers. You got another running. Yeah. <laughs> And you want to set up a mic? But, yeah, I was like, holy oh, shit, that's, that's why it's a High Life. But, yep, so you take a sip out of a High Life and pour some Aperol in there, and you got yourself a refreshing summer drink. Mm. Yeah, and they then can, you just forget about it. You about you know? it. Spaghet it's about named it. after the Tim and Eric sketch where the guy jumps out of the plant and says, Spaghet! Mm. I don't know why. Why is it named after that? I have no idea.
2: I actually didn't know that.
0: Yeah, that's why it was named that. I was why it was named that. Because when he said, "I'm," because tr- Jackson just said, I forgot what show it was on that run. But he said, hope I can get some spaghettis tonight. I said, hey, what? Why- okay. I was like, hey, what the pal. fuck are you talking about? Hey, pal. Why would
1: anyone know what you're
0: talking about? <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? Why
1: would anyone? Like, that's such like a, I hope I get some uh at, while we're out here, dude. Hey, man. <laughs> what? That doesn't mean anything, dude. How about, you know. Hey man, there's a there, you know you I'm, the, I'm y- feeling y- some Subway. Hmm, that makes sense. I've been to Subway. Hey, you know I'm thinking Arby's. Oh yeah, roast beef, dude. We we have the meats. I got it. I want. I hey hey. I hope we get some spaghetti out here, brother, dude. Brother, dude, man. Hey man, huh? Someone call fucking dude's having a stroke. He's been way too retired. He's retired way too young, dude. He's had enough fucking JB and Grateful Dead for 8,000 lifetimes. Look at this Hawaiian ass shirt on him. He's having a fucking stroke. This is this is Yeah.
0: He's seeing some sorts of lights. But yeah, it's sort of spaghetti. it's oh, yeah, yeah. pretty good. I, had to, I just asked him, a "What?" and he told me. I was like, "That doesn't sound like it would be good." And he yeah. said, it's, "It is though."
1: The rest is history. Rest is history. The rest is very. it was like three weeks ago. In, yeah. Yes. yeah. 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 It's history. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I made one with a um, with a land shark. Yeah. It still is pretty good. Is it can be any light beer really? Any kind of light beer like that. Yeah. It's really good with a land shark. I was trying to think of a Buffett name for it because it could be like a Buffett kind of drink too yeah definitely Buffett's
1: penis blood yeah because it's red yeah that's true and a little bit of yellow and mixed together
0: wasting away Mm -hmm. again in Buffett's penis blood yeah that's the song it's piss
1: yeah 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 (laughs) 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 hey we're let me me ask you this (laughs) to uh to sort of wrap up um you know you're you're pretty comfortable in turn of forte I take it I'd say so yeah what do you, what do you what else do you hope to uh, accomplish uh musically as far like what do you what what else do you want to do really um, I try and write
2: songs a lot of the time okay. i write I write a lot of riffs, I've been getting pretty good at writing like a good minute and thirty second song mm. and I guess I don't know if that's like a hope, it's just a thing I like to do, but you know if I ever could finish a song or write my own stuff, I think that would be nice, sure, it's not like. A big bucket list item or anything it's just you know i like playing guitar and i think if i could find a reason to use that again that'd be fun
1: yeah you want to play one of your songs right now right now
2: yeah yeah this one's called Spaghetti about it
1: <laughs> how's it go i it okay
0: spagot damn it
1: so you're gonna be your own you just basically you want you want to start a solo project
0: that would be nice kyle that'd be fun of you know?
1: forte presents kyle songs well, now I have to change the name. What's the name? Well, you got a name in mind? Yeah, you just said it. Oh, oh, oh. Shit. Kyle songs. Kyle songs. Yeah. Oh, okay. What's wrong with that? None better than elephants giving birth. Okay. I guess, yeah. I guess it would that was be, earlier in the. Episode. That was that was, we that, was that was a callback. About.
0: Yeah, that's called a callback. <laughs> that's in, called a callback in the, in the biz in the biz in the comedy yeah, biz.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. So what uh, what's what's next for uh, Turn a Forte? To get the new songs, there's a tour coming up.
2: There is a tour it's coming up.
1: Can I say that? I think so. I mean
0: By the time this is out, it's not like it a secret fine. secret anyways. Yeah.
2: But yeah, we um got like a three week tour coming up. Who's that with? Turn forte. Clementine. Clementine, yeah, yeah. Which Clementine we on we went on tour with last November. How was that? Love those guys. Super great. Yeah. They're very different. They're more of a like my chemical romance type. Oh. Green Day type band. I know those two bands are kind of different, but like they definitely, they they definitely kind of are both of those bands.
0: I get what you mean. I enjoy them. But they're cool guys. They're fun to hang out with. Excited
2: to tour with them again. Excited to see what they've had cooking.
1: Whatever that means. They've been cooking. I know what it means. I know what you mean. I got, I was, I gave you that face because I was trying to remember uh, Clementine and I got him confused with the. The other band that played at a brick house last time oh so that face wasn't so much for me then i was i was having a i was having a conversation in my head okay <laughs> that like, makes me the feel fuck better was that? the yeah. conversation's right here andrew yeah sorry dude we're doing a podcast right now i was listening you're having a um, this is podcast. your podcast huh this is your podcast it's winley's podcast oh i'm, I'm sorry just, i'm just kind of like i'm in the driver's seat of this yeah. short bus garen connor my, my bad but they're, not, <laughs> but they're not here
0: you know what i mean. They're here when they see fit. Yeah. Which and is never. Which is never. I don't so. know.
1: Garrett's pretty fit. Well, he oh, he's fit. fit. Yeah. He sees fit all the time because, you know, he fucking picks it up. I'd say he sees fit every day. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a job. That's how he puts food on the table and muscles on his body. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. The tour, more songs. Tour, more songs. Anything Probably. else? Do you want to do the whole spiel that happens during the show where uh, talking about the social medias and stuff. Do you want to do that whole thing? Do you know it yet? No, I don't know it yet. Oh, okay. Well, where, where, where can you, uh, turn a forte with turn a forte? You can listen to
2: turn a forte on any streaming platform. We like Spotify because it helps the algorithm, which helps us. Yeah. We are on Apple music, YouTube music, any, any, pretty much anything as far as I understand. Yeah. We, know, we're pretty active on the Instagram, I'd say Instagram's a good spot, probably the best spot. Facebook's okay, but not everyone's on Facebook anymore.
1: Yeah.
2: So I'd say probably Instagram and Spotify are the big ones. Okay, tornoforte.
1: forte. That's T O U. Let me guess. N e- R N E F O R E T E R L. Yeah, dude, six. Winley, donkey. All right, um, Winley. Winley, you have anything else uh, intelligent to say, Kyle? Not really. Yeah. I have to pee pretty bad. No one usually does. Um, not me. Do you have anything intelligent to say, Devin? No, but I'm glad you asked. All right, good. Well, that. Uh, thanks, Kyle, for hanging out. I, uh, you know, I've, I'm glad I got to learn. All this is. I learned so much about you. Yeah, I, I honestly would say this is the best conversation that you and
2: I have had together.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I gotta do. I have to set all this up in order to function as a, you know, a sociable adult. I feel like I feel like <laughs> this has been a really great bonding experience for yeah, the two of us. I'm definitely feeling bonded.
0: I like all the bonding in this room. Yeah, um, bonded. We should I'm get some more. Some we should dates. get some gear for all the bondage that's going uh,
1: on. Fuck. Okay. Well, the him. Okay. Sorry. I I should have made note uh, about some other stuff. All right. So, but yeah, I I I, I that you, you've informed me a lot. And, you know, I I have to say that I love watching you play drums and I love seeing you play guitar whenever you do.
2: Thanks. I love
1: uh, love watching you do the things you do. Yeah,
2: people usually do. You play guitar very, very well. Oh, thank you. I respect you very much. And I'm just like, dang, this guy. He shreds.
1: All right, all right, all right. Best in the world. Sorry, sorry, I'm your guest. You're not mine. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so uh, thanks again, man. Yeah, thanks for having I me. I knew you were nervous, but it wasn't so bad. Still pretty nervous. But why are you so nervous? I got to pee. I'll, I'll the, shut the, the fuck up. That's right. probably the main thing, but All I don't right. know. All right, Devin. Um, don't you know about Myrtle Beach shows? Why, why don't you tell you me? You have to follow at why Myrtle. Don't
0: you tell me about
1: Myrtle Beach shows. Okay, Jesse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you have to follow at Myrtle Beach shows to know more about shows that happen in Myrtle Beach, so you can go watch shows that go on in Myrtle Beach.
0: That's a very convenient. Resource. There's a lot of
1: shows that go on in Myrtle Beach shows but there's no show like a Myrtle Beach show, if you know what I'm saying.
0: That's what the kids are saying. Yeah,
1: and the if you go to the show, it will show for it how good they are to go to. You gotta go to at Myrtle Beach shows because November eighteenth at Fresh Brewed Coffee House, there's gonna be a rap show <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: With a uh, savant, Christian Gill, uh, a <laughs> b- <laughs> biscuit
0: Christ. <laughs>
1: Our main man, Bubba Graham, and Frank the Frog, former, uh, he was a guest last week. A couple of those
0: guys have been guests.
1: At a fresh brewed coffee house, $10 at 7.30. I believe that's going to be the doors. It's going to be a bumping night, dude. People are going to be bumping and humping because Bubba Graham's going to be up there talking about fucking bad man. Yeah, dude. It's going to be badass. I can't wait. Uh, November 19th, literally the next day, baby. Does he have the show announced? He was pretty vague about it last week. There's a show on November 19th at uh, Next Level Fitness Gym. Just keep an eye on it. I mean, it's on the shows. flyers, so you okay, can Okay, so Restless it. Spirit. Those flyers are out there. Restless Spirit, Hymns of Blasphemy, Besheba, and uh, another band, I guess. Uh, Next Level Fitness Gym. It's going to be... This is the benefit show, right? Yeah, it's a benefit right show. On, right on, right
0: I won't be there. I got a okay. different uh,
1: bassist. November 26th at Arcadia Studios. It's going to be Rat Poison, Intimidator, Quiet from Charleston.
0: Uh, shh, <laughs> sh- shh, sh-
1: shh. Uh, warning order and dead friends, not the alive one, folks. The dead ones. So keep that in mind. Uh, at Arcadia Studios, November 26, 10 dollars, eight p.m. at Myrtle Beach shows. Um, we already played those shows. That happened. That was fun, wasn't it? Oh, those we, were yeah, those, yeah, shows, those, those shows really awesome, good. Man. I really knew how to remember those songs. Yep, you did great. Okay, you so did um, for more Windley crap, you got to follow at Windley underscore band. To keep up with the, all the fun stuff that happens, um, the, the there's, there's gonna be songs, there's gonna be an EP, there's gonna be podcasts, there's gonna be pod, lots of podcasts because been doing this all week. I'm gonna get a little manic about it, but we're doing it. Um, and 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 uh, shows, of course, because bands they usually sometimes play live, including us. So, gotta follow at Winley underscore band for all the fun stuff. That is all, man. Devin. Man, Devin. Mandrew. Kyle. Man. Kyle. Kyle. Raymond. And, uh, yeah, Raymond. Everybody everybody loves Kyle. And uh, me. All right, goodbye. We got Kyle's got to pee. Let's go. (laughs)